welcome back to a, the last episode of GOT on Stoned Thrones. Tonight we have Hi, Your Royal Highness. Good evening. We have Hillbilly. Hello. <laughs> we have Middlefinger. Last week she was vanilla bean bourbon extract, but this week we don't know what she is. Oh, 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 gee. Beefy Mac. We have a new guest, but she's awfully shy. So. Oh, you don't have a name even? She ain't talking. Oh. I got names for her then. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to say. I don't even know. We might change to the evening. <laughs> we'll just think about it. If okay. you want her to not talk, just put a microphone in front of her. I think we've just figured it all out. How to silence. <laughs> so anyway, That's we awesome. are uh, we're here for the last episode of the season of Game of Thrones. Um, I think tonight we're going to talk about some our most memorable, three most memorable things uh, from the series, maybe. I don't even know if we need three. Uh, just yeah. Mm-hmm. Most memorable. What what are you? What are your takes? Yeah. There you go. There we go. Because if I do three, you're going to be here all night. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll bore your ass to death. <laughs> your Royal Highness, I would. Uh, do you want to go first? No. Okay. <laughs> Middle finger. Do you want to go first? Uh, three most memorable. It doesn't places. have to be three. Just maybe one or two memorable. Well, of course, the the beheading of Ned Stark was was what changed everything I think for everyone. I yeah. I think it you're right. it was. Uh, What's the term that's used? Subverted expectations for the first time, really, on television. Nothing did seem like that. Everybody expected Ned to live on and be the champion. But nope, they forgot that it was played by Sean Bean. <laughs> and no, he just <laughs> he dies in everything dies. he's in. So that's obviously the, the most memorable thing that happened. And it really is a big moment for us. Realized before he's, he was. Uh, Soap opery with with zombies, <coughs> um, chaos is a ladder. Oh, that, yeah, that's it's your namesake. Yeah, my namesake. <laughs> con- the conversation between Varys and Littlefinger was such a w- a wonderful moment and such great dialogue. They were almost some of the best Game of Game of Thrones things. Just yeah. they would. That was the gamiest of the of the of the. The show, like that, was what the show was about. Was all it was words, really? Manipulation, yeah. Manipulation. And w- me and the royal Hi- royal highness were talking about who played the games the best, and uh, Littlefinger and Varys probably played it the best. But Varys, not Varys, I'm sorry, Littlefinger just didn't. He didn't have the. He was a little too cocky, and I think Varys was a little bit more humble. His I don't know about their humility, but I think that their roles in society weren't going to ever allow them to escalate or elevate to a place where they would be power. in power. But they could use everything that they knew how to use to be in power. And I think you're right. Cause because one controlled uh, money, and then the other one controlled uh, the secrets. Yeah, the knowledge. So, yeah. But and they both had the knowledge, yeah. so much power in that that is... And I think you're right, because I think one of them knew that he was never going to be anything, where the other one thought he could be. 
first, obviously. Well, he painted himself into a corner when he declared his signature scar. Mm-hmm. There was only one path for him at that point. Yeah, it's true. You're right. And then mm-hmm. he got outplayed by his protege. Yeah. Yes, and we did. talked about that earlier. May I? Yeah, go ahead. This is one of my favorite arcs is Arya Stark. <laughs> Do it. I'll jump right from Sansa to Arya in a heartbeat. <laughs> Just like she did. So I was read I was reading and then I was started looking things up specifically on Sansa and, and Arya or just Arya. So Arya had four men in her life. Jon Snow, her father, what do you call him? Uh the hound. Jockin. Jock and Hagar. Jock and Hagar, and then the last one. Well, Gendry also, but Not every every male that was in her hound, life yeah, the hound, always told Ned. her the truth. Always told her that this is the truth. They never lied to her. She had conversations with Tywin Lannister. He didn't lie to her. Didn't sugarcoat. Nobody ever sugarcoated or lied to her or tried to protect her. They always said, "This isn't. This isn't. I don't want to scare you, but this is the truth." Sansa was never told the truth, ever. Sansa was. We were talking about Sansa was groomed to play the game. Arya was not groomed to play the game. Arya was groomed to be a soldier, a knight. That's what she wanted. So it was easy to tell her the truth because she was hard to manipulate. Sansa was easy because she was groomed. She always wanted to be a queen, a princess, a lady, whatever it was. So she was groomed to play the game. So she had to be lied to because she couldn't. Well, and in the end, when uh, Sandor, Sandor Clegane, um, also another hero, um, when he said to her, "You could have, I could have protected you," I, and she—that's when she told him that she would always be that little bird, and she's not that little bird. I just think it's so amazing how different those two stories came from the same, from the wo- dire wolf. I—that's my hero. Oh, between Arya and, and Sansa, the yeah, how their the stories pack of wolves, yeah. The, the, the yeah, uh, this, the lone wolf dies while the pack survives, and and that also goes back to Ned when he um, before he's murdered, he said to Arya, "You're gonna die one day. The winter is coming. The long winter is coming. You were born in the long summer, and you don't know anything about it. And you might hate your sister." There's a paraphrase for you. <laughs> but that's where the that's where the single that's that's where the well that's where the pa- the lone wolf dies, and but pack the pack survives. survives. And he was basically telling Arya, you need to be part of the family. You can't not be part of the family because if you're not part of the family, you'll be a lone wolf and you'll die. And I guess maybe it's a metaphor for who her family is, not just necessarily Sansa, but who she truly cares about, Sandor and uh, John, because we all know John isn't. He's got Stark blood, but he's not technically a Stark. True. So. Okay. I guess yeah. we, we, we babbled on. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I know you're a Sansa fan. What do you think? Hillbilly, let's hear what you got. Your most memorables. Or your favorites, whatever. What do you want to talk about? This is it, man. This is all. This is the last chance you get to talk about this <laughs> shit. <laughs> because cause after this episode, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> We're not going to talk about it ever again. Just kidding. I'll listen, I'll listen to I you. I do anyway. like all the, uh, when Tyrion decided to, was uh, held captive in his That was a pretty. I think that was 
Tyrion's your yeah. favorite character. I don't know about my favorite character. But it was it was a good character, and I liked how that all. I mean, it was. I did not see a lot of it coming. What direction it was going to go down, and I but I liked how it ended up being. You know, and it just it kept me pretty captivated with his character during this whole time of the filming of the book. Well, another thing about Tyrion, which is was great, is. He was a character that I think most people like. They might not be his favorite, but they like him. They care about him. He escaped. He's escaped death a lot. Right. Yeah. And for the smallest character, the one that nobody gave a shit about. And I think that's a lot and of been a lot of characters in this show. People didn't give oh. a shit. Tried to about. kill him. His own family. Daenerys, many times. Cared about Daenerys. She was a little person essentially because the Syrian was was her brother was the throne. He was going to be the the next guy on the throne. So she was behind the curtains. Tyrion's the little, he's the imp. Nobody gives a shit about. He's the Lannister nobody gives a shit about. Jon Snow, he's the—he's not even a Stark. So all these characters that are started out as just basically pieces of shit in a lot of Westeros society, look where they're at now. They're on top of that goddamn mountain. I think Sam's one of my favorite characters, even though he's not. Oh, that was a Lannister, but no, that wasn't Joffrey. Lancel. Yes, Lannister. it was a cousin. You're right. That was the uh, the the sept when Cersei blows up the set, and he was trying to go and stop the the candle from burning down. That was so good. It, it was yeah. fucking so good. That because was the gangster move. That was the. That was Tommen's gangster yeah. move. Yeah. That was probably one of the only episodes where I stood up and went, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I was, you know, oh, shit. Red Wedding. Oh. You read the books, though. I waited for that. And I wish I wouldn't have. I asked her about it. She told me beforehand, so. Yeah, that's brutal. Well, a funny thing about that, when we watched it with our newbie here, who will not talk and will be named later, we watched it, and I forgot that uh, Arya and the Hound were getting ready to come into the city, and they've decided to wait until dark to come in to the city, and they knocked out the pig farmer and took his his cart, but waited until you know dark, and then that's how because had they gone in during the daytime, they would have ended up dead with all the rest of the Starks. So just kind of how like fate kind of just. We've gone back a couple times to watch it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like things that I keep going back to. Like I'll go find um, some of the Stark conversations and watch them. They're intriguing to me. Yeah. How much foreshadowing they have. I know it's a series. It's not the books, but it's interesting. It. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting how well they keep you intrigued. And the element of surprise, because it's kind of startling when somebody <laughs> gets their head lopped off or somebody dies at their wedding. Even if it's not even surprising. It's in your mind. You create the head lopping. You create the the red wedding <laughs> in your own mind. That's <laughs> the ho- Look at the yeah. rainbow. 
You're talking about we were talking about last episode or you're talking about uh Martell. with Martel oh, Martel. 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 Yeah. yeah. He's a woman. He thought he was a lady. He sh- he, he should have. He had to be. Had That's it's yeah. where his greed, his his um cockiness. Cockiness killed him for it. Pride precedes the what? Your Royal Highness? Fall. There you go. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's yeah. one of our favorite sayings around the house. No, I think Pri- it's just the uh, the viper in the mountain from the end of the episode. Yeah. Oh God, and he's a great fight scene too. And he's such a great actor. Yeah, he is. And you knew when he's isn't twirling he? that goddamn. He's such. He's got that grunge to him. It's just like, you know, he's got some fucking grit. He's got some grit. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Things about a man. What is <laughs> that? Uh, Pas- Pascal. Uh, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Yeah. He's Narcos. such a good. He's such a good actor, and he's actually of Ch- Chilean, Chilean descent, but he was raised in Southern California. So technically, there are two Americans uh, in the show, or were in the show. Peter uh, Dinklage is American. Three. And you forgot Drogo. Oh yeah, I forgot about don't Aquaman. Forget, uh, don't forget Aquaman was in that show. Yeah. Don't forget Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> Why are more people upset about that? They were pissed about Ed Sheeran, but fucking Aaron Rodgers gets a pass. Come well, that's on. That's because Ed Sheeran had a prominent role in that episode. What? What did he do? He just sang. <laughs> oh yeah, he had there's he had some dialogue. Yeah. Oh gosh. Holy <laughs> shit. Hey, Bert and Ernie are here. Everybody. Burton Early just uh, showed up, so uh, we're going to ask them, what's your most memorable? Uh, I'll ask them. I think for me it was when Arya shows up in that scene. Um, I feel like that was the best episode for me. I mean, I liked the episode, uh, what was it, four, where the politics came into play, but I really I really liked that it was Arya, that the Stark really controlled the, that All of it, all the whole series, but it uh, it doesn't matter. It could be from the season. Cause I, yeah, I uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I liked when the storyline was on um, Arya when she was doing the Blitzes. Way, way, yeah. When the she faceless was, like, man. When she, yeah, when she was, yeah. A lot of people didn't like those series, uh, those episodes, but I thought they were fun. I was anxious. I wanted her to be a badass instead of training. Cause those can be. Annoying when you do the like that training, but they the training know. montage. Yeah, it'd be better if they had like eighties music. 80s music yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I love to see a montage. Yeah, I do because there's always a fun. <laughs> there's always fun music. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> who's who's standing there? <laughs> Is it the little one? Oh, spoilers! He hasn't. He's only on season two, everybody. So, yeah, yeah, because there's gonna be some spoilers. <laughs> I would say my favorite fight scene, the fight scene that stands out, is when when the mountain fought Oberon. Yeah, yeah. That was probably my favorite fight scene. I wish it didn't end the way it did, but. It wouldn't it be Game of Thrones if it yeah, did. Yeah. Ends. The Dorns. The Dorns, yeah. 
Dornish, yeah. Oh, the Sand Snakes? Yeah, they... <laughs> the, the bad pussy. <laughs> yes. Oh, and Maid, and Maid, uh, Ilian. Was that the mother's name, Ilian Martel? Ilia? In my mind, in my mind, Candon, alias Sand is still down there in the dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. She's probably under a, th- a shit ton of rubble. Yeah. Yeah. And so is the nun from the right. Yeah, the, yeah she's still down from the sparrows because she, you know, was being. Uh, what did the mountain do to her? Uh, I don't. Ask that question. I don't really want to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he probably did anything. I don't. He read, he bo- read books to her because that's his thing. Yeah, red books. <laughs> the mountain sits down. He's like, red fish, blue fish. <laughs> I was just to say, I will not <laughs> sit in a box with a fox eating green eggs and ham, Sam. I am. <laughs> yeah. My most memorable. I guess we. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess I. I personally kind of go back to the. Heart home is one of the best episodes for me. I just that whole. The whole scene at the end where John is like, Hordor's fucking memorable as hell. There's a lot of great scenes uh, north of the wall. Uh, Hordor is super emotional. Hordor? <laughs> Hordor. <laughs> <laughs> Battle of the Bastards is another one. Um. For me, it's Alfie Allen by a mile. He was great, but I like Nikolai. Yeah. I like Nikolai. Well, he. he no, that's Alfie Allen. That's Theon, which he did great, but Nikolai is Jamie. But Leah Haiti as Cersei fucking was amazing. I'll tell you one thing who's done shitty job acting up until this season? Is yes, she's been horrible. All <laughs> like, uh, all right, you need to go back to like fifth grade acting class. <laughs> but she, had, her emotion in this uh, this season, might she, her and Jamie Lannister, Nikolai, have done great job acting this season. Just their whole emotions have been on their sleeves the entire season, and. Daenerys, she's had to do it in front of a green scene the majority of the time. So maybe that's why she's... Maybe that's why she hadn't done a great job. She's had to do a lot of green screen, especially in the later seasons. So maybe that's why, but... No, and I don't think she is either, but she's done a great job this year. That... Amelia Clark, that's what I'm talking about. He had a large arc, too. His arc was pretty linear, but it was... Let me just go back to my point of Arya Stark. <laughs> if I didn't beat this shit to death, here I go. Uh, he uh, held her at the end of the show. He grabs her at their neck, and that's the same way her father would have touched her. So... Uh, I thought it was, I think his arc is so cool that way. 
because he did kill uh, the kid in the beginning. He did. Somebody's son. Yeah. Yeah. The butcher's boy. The butcher's boy. Yeah. Sh- he killed. He was. He was the assassin. And now she's the assassin. And he's that like fatherly role. Go home. Go on home, girl. I'm gonna go up here and get my ass and get a tube meat. <laughs> I the um I did not like the Kinglane Bull, Kinglane Bull, but it has grown on me. Rainbow. I know I didn't want it. I wish they would have spent more time. It's true too, and good music. Getting from A, they they've gone from A to Z and skipped every letter in between, with the storylines, unfortunately. So. Like they were given ten episodes. And they said we could do it in six. And they were wrong. <laughs> yeah, the biggest one that I have an issue with was Daenerys snapping. All the other stuff I'd be on. Like, I know people are really so upset about Jamie's arc. Yeah. And you know how he came back to Cersei. But that is really the most realistic thing. That's happened in and this he's series. He's always said, "I want to die in the arms." This is a girl arms. who's not only his romantic partner, but also his sister, his <laughs> twin sister. You don't just give something up like that that easy, I don't think. Because not just it wasn't that long ago that he was standing in front of um, uh, Caitlin, Catelyn Tully's nephew or uncle, whatever he is, in River oh, Blackfish. Run. Blackfish. No, uh, no, his nephew. The captor. What was oh, Edmir. Edmir. It wasn't that long ago he was standing right next to him telling him he would kill every man, woman, and child in River Run to get back to him. Because mm-hmm. he didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He didn't want to be the captain. He didn't want to be the general of the Lannister army. Yep. Yeah. Um, we're four minutes behind here. Anybody else have anything? All right. We're going to be back after this. We'll talk some more. And um, thanks for listening. Boom, 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 boom. What is are we thoughts? Is it on? Is it on? <laughs> it is on. And like ready, Donkey Kong. Set, go. I agree. What was it uh, that was disappointing to you? The the dialogue, the, the story? Especially, especially that they um, they decided to go, you know, the whole like, oh, let's just do eighty, you know, eighty minutes for four of the episodes. Well, fucking do eight eighty minute fucking episodes if you want to get it done. It fucking took two years to film. There had to be well a not lot to film, of but stuff. The, the post production is what took them the longest. Oh, I get that, but I mean, there's also some writing that they could have done too differently. I actually it's obvious that that the that the not having the books for was I at don't the same fault time. I'm watching this and I'm thinking about this season and the last season. And uh, to be honest with you, I'm surprised that it took two seasons and six episodes. There's not a lot of story in these six episodes. It is a very short story with a lot of long scenes. But they also try to make you. 
they also tried to make you feel something with Daenerys. Like, oh, she went from just she ruler. Jacked. She, she went from jacked. just ruler to totally fucking batshit crazy in a matter of 30 minutes, essentially. You know, they could have stretched out her whole arc. They could have. If they wanted, I mean, it made me. It's easy for me in my head to imagine what that would be. But I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> she lost a lot. I get it. But, I mean, at the same time, she she lost a lot from the first season up until this season. And she sees how war is. She should have been able to process that better. Well. Just an unpopular opinion, because I've never liked Daenerys. I've probably stated that before. It's probably on yes. the record. <laughs> it's in the e. Only only but four people Daenerys know about it. Daenerys was a big time hero to a lot of people, and I, I can know. see why they had a problem with that. For me, I never liked her. I thought she was always egotistical and narcissistic, and so it wasn't a big jump for me for her to do that. But I could see how it is for a lot of people who thought she was a hero, or was a hero to them. Well, you saw with Yara Greyjoy, like she's like, oh, I'll, I'll fucking kill Jon Snow because that's my queen. You know, all she did, she didn't do anything. Fucking Theon saved her. <laughs> 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 she just gave her the Iron Islands, which she already owned. They did. They addressed everything, though. I was, I was, I don't know. It was so pleasant. <laughs> it was like being the world around a little bit, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Pleasant. Well, and honestly, I didn't realize. When they stabbed Daenerys in the very that quick, I was surprised. I thought there'd be a little bit more. Yeah, I thought there'd be a little action. I thought there'd be quicker in the death. I guess it's the only way it could have gone, actually. This was very tragic and beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) It was very like Humphrey Bogart type 40s kiss, wasn't it? Frankly, my dear. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was too tidy. Whatever, I don't know. Do you think that's because... (laughs) Don't you think they've subverted your expectations by giving you an ending that was totally uh, happy? Maybe. Maybe it's just too... You've you've become so used to the bad guys winning and people dying. I can see that. I'm okay with all of the people of King's Landing If this was a a lifetime movie, you would have been satisfied with the ending, would you have not? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes, precisely. precisely. Um, I was not ready for it. That's true. No, but you know, from the first season, though, I've always wanted, I mean, from Mm -hmm. that very first season, I was House Stark. I was like, these fuckers have totally gotten fucked. They fucked themselves in a lot of instances, but they've also gotten fucked and totally wanted them to win the whole time. But just to think that uh, I've, we've been watching the show for 10 years and we've always been rooting you know, for whoever our hero is and, and being disappointed time after time again. We've so gotten so used to being disappointed that um, we, we kind of wanted to be disappointed. You wanted to be disappointed again. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I, I'm disappointed that John is at the at the wall again? But I, it's, kind of it's kind of fitting, though. Weird, bittersweet? I, don't I, th- know. I, think, I, think, I think it was supposed to be a sort of poetic ending. Yeah. 
he does. He does. Back to the cold. Well, no, that, but here's the thing. Uh, the Unsullied left to go to Noth. Just tell John, okay, he's gone. Come back. They're not going to, they're not going to fucking, who cares? Yeah, what do you guys think of Grey Worm? <laughs> yeah. Well, he was never really anything more than just. He did have a lot of power, though, at the end. He had the baddest force on the planet. So. Yeah. Other than a dragon, he was the tough. That's the toughest army in the world. It's too bad Hazelani's going to die when they go to Noth. So. Oh, those, those people, people going to kill him? No, because there's this in the books. <laughs> Is it the killer butterflies? It's the killer butterflies. Yeah, just don't just stay away from the killer butterflies. Yeah. Misandre's people. They're peaceful people. They have nobody to protect them like Lord Dreadnought does. So he's, he's honoring her memory. Yeah, yeah apparently he's going to go serve justice down there. Yeah, he's going to. But I guess. Mission. <laughs> so, uh, so it wrapped up Bran, right? Like it brought Bran back into it. Like yeah. all that shit he went through was for a purpose. Right, right. Yeah. Well, and then um, I think it's funny that Tyrion was the one that was got to name I think it should be pointed out that um, in season, whatever season it was that Daenerys had her vision, she walked into the throne room. Just barely even. Was to reach out the thing, and she was interrupted by a call from the north. In this scene, turns around, Jon Snow is standing there. Yeah, that's true. And then in her vision, after she's interrupted from the call from the north, she walks through the the wall uh, into a tent with. Drogon and her baby boy, I guess, would be signify her afterlife. Maybe. Well, oh. interesting. So her vision was fulfilled. Yeah. <laughs> She's now with Bran. Uh, going back to Grey Worm, I guess, in a way, he was actually somewhat honorable because he did, he could have been just a total fucking asshole and been like, nah, I'm, we'll take this city's ours. And just killed John. And then, but there was still some honor in that. The fact that he I don't know. Respected their laws enough to be like, okay, whatever. I don't know about that. Well, you don't think Grey Worm? Grey Worm. I think destroying King's Landing was Yeah, he was an asshole about it. Yeah, yeah that's a disgusting atrocity against my own kind. It's true. As a soldier, he was pure soldier all the time. He did it for love. <laughs> he, was, he threw that spear into that dude for love. The things we do, the things we do for love. <laughs> I love you. Jimmy pushed a little boy out a fucking window, and we fucking honor his ass. I mean, come on. He killed a Lannister soldier with a spear, and we want to fucking crucify his ass. I mean, no, I wanted, I wanted every one of those shitty characters <laughs> to redeem them fucking selves. That's what I wanted them to do. Every one of them. And Grey Worm redeemed himself almost the entire season until the end. I mean, does it matter? I mean, you know, we only remember the we gave we gave Jamie the fucking benefit of the doubt because all the shit he did from the first season up till this season. And then Grey Worm does one thing at the bet at the end that you're like, oh well, fuck that. We want to we have to kill him now. We have to throw his ass out of the river. Yeah. 
So he did throw the shit out of that spear. I will say that. I took a question for everybody. I guess, indeed, did you believe Daenerys? Dead. No, did you disbelieve her when she was talking to Jon Snow about her vision? Did you believe her? I believe. Yeah, I believe her. That she believed herself. <laughs> yeah, I believe that she. Everything she thought was. She was. She was super fucking happy. She was the happiest she'd been in a long time. And everything she came she out of. It. Yeah. She and believes that was her destiny. Word. She didn't even get to utter a word like you do, John. <laughs> John, what are you doing that for? At oh, you, John. that hurts. <laughs> Why, John? Is that native? Uh, it was a, it was a skinny sword, that's for sure. Right. I think it looked like the same thing that Euron killed uh, Jamie with, but it took like four or five stabs with Jamie. She died with one stab. Just another brick in the wall. What the thing with Tyrion going down there to find out whether or not his brother died? Uh, Tyrion did. Uh, that was. Peter, Peter Dinklage did an awesome job. Yeah, well, and that's just it. In, in the previous episode, all those rocks come down. They made you believe there was at least. 30 tons of brick on top of them. They didn't oh, jump the shark. That was a very Hollywood moment right yeah, there. It was like, oh, let's let's just let's make Tyrion cry for the first time on TV. Because I don't think he's ever cried in the show. Like, there was no real emotion. He might have been a, a might have cried when he was drunk. But, like, an actual sober cry. And that cried. I mean, that was a it was emotional. I don't know if he cried, though. No, he was fucking pissed. Does yeah. it look like Unstable that? Unstable as fuck. <laughs> it looked like the whole thing was coming down on both feet. That's what I'm saying. It's like there should have been 20 tons of rock on top of him. Yeah. And he was like, here's, here's three bricks. I see a golden hand. <laughs> hey, by the way, let's take that and sell it. You know? I don't think they needed that scene. I think he would have probably been better off. I think they should have. He should have went down there and not seen anything other than rubble, and then walked away and been like, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, I think giving him that's tough. It's a tough choice to make as a leader of a group. This is one of your clear employees you want to make. Yeah, I don't get it. I think that not knowing is is even more brutal. I think you could. Yeah, eventually, you'd have workers find the bodies and get rid of the bodies. Minutes with Tyrion digging, digging yeah. <laughs> yeah. Losing his fucking mind. Somebody, everybody's looking for the hand. Well, how about this? And he's the new hand. Why don't you be like, hey, construction workers, go down there, clear out all the brick, find all the bodies, tell me who you're talking about, man. There is, though. There's no. There has to there's be. not really any. They're going to build. They're going to build a harbor. They just. Right, they're gonna have to teach the Dothraki to be uh, yeah. carpenters now. Well, they have to find somebody because they're building the harbor. Well, Bran has all the plans from previous years. They gotta I build think their the future brothels. is really good. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic about the future. 
I honestly Westeros. didn't see Braun. I didn't see that being fulfilled. Yeah, I thought it was going to kill Braun. <laughs> oh, yeah, Bran. who can you trust on the show? Bran. <laughs> Bran the Broken. Yeah. Bran the Broken. Bran the Builder. Yeah. Bran the Builder, Bran the Broken. Well, thanks, Game of Thrones. You really screwed the pooch on this one. <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. No, I just always wanted to say on on the internet. Oh. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see how 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 many different ways the internet has just changed that I didn't even think of. That will be fun. Well, as of right now, for the first watch, I actually did not mind that episode as much. Has there ever been a season where where people liked the ending of? It's true. I fucking hated Seinfeld. Mash. I think people hated Mash. It was the most watched. People hated being caught. Well, I think that's kind of some of my um, issues with it. Is, is they could have, they could have stretched some of the storyline out to make it. I mean, give us, give us eight episodes. Well, they don't need it. You don't need to do ten. You could have done dude, it. Dude, that's well, behind us. Well, maybe we find out in the books in the ten or twelve years. Oh, he's still writing it. He says he's still he's 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 getting close to that. Yeah, what happens when he dies here soon from a clogged twinkie artery? Back here in twenty thirty five to see how it ended in the book. Yeah, we're gonna have a time capsule. I'm gonna put this computer in a time capsule. Come back and then I'm gonna release the. We're gonna release this. Um, I did have a thought process on how uh, Euron Greyjoy had to come back and and he couldn't die in this season. Because what is dead may never die. Because yeah. he was he was drowned in, yeah, in the sea already, so he can't die in the, uh, the sea. Note. <laughs> Note. Well, that will conclude unless anybody else has anything else to say. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the SOTs season finale wrap up. See you on the other side.